Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash speaking of partnership. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get yours today. I'm so excited to have yet another wonderful Canadian on the show today, Shasta Townsend. Shasta, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, if there's anyone listening who doesn't know Shasta's work yet, let me give you a little background. Shasta Townsend is a best-selling author. She's an award-winning teacher and a down-to-earth Canadian girl. She is your marriage mechanic who helps you manifest your relationship dream by teaching you how to apply universal laws to create a rich and satisfying relationship no matter what. Shasta is one of the first teachers to combine the teachings of quantum physics, law of attraction, spiritual psychology, and good old common sense to the area of marriage, love, and intimacy. Her many students' love stories speak to the power of her work, and her own story is one of amazing miracles. She's here as the helping hand that you've been seeking. Shasta, Take a minute if you need to and, and, you know, fill in some blanks from that if there were any. And then give us a little glimpse into your personal life, if you would. Sure. Sure. Thank you. Um, my story is, you know, because uh, life is is really, a, a, as you said, a partnership, you know, with ourselves and then with other people. Um, in my 20s, just really quickly, I was working in a corporate world and just not a happy camper and was really starting to look into the world of yoga, spirituality, and metaphysics. And, you know, I always sort of joke that I should have written Eight, Pray, Love way before Elizabeth Gilbert because I sort of had the same experience. And I left my corporate career, traveled to India, did a lot of traveling, did a lot of seeking, and started then to shift out of um, corporate communications and start to teach spirituality and to teach yoga and and wonderful techniques. And at the same time, you know, life is sort of crazy because it all happens at once, is I was actually engaged to be married and realized that I was basically living the wrong life, that I had partnered myself to everyone else's dreams and really had no sense of what I wanted for myself. And like many people who sort of wake up when they're on their knees, I was certainly on my knees. So I I left my, my broke up, broke off the engagement and funny story, I ended up that I started dating the fate, the, the person who should have been the best man at my wedding. And long story short, I went to India, I came back and I moved in with Ian, who is now my husband. And this is all leading to a point, everyone. And what happened in our relationship is, is like many partnerships, we had a great partnership, we had a great friendship, but an interesting thing started to happen in that 
as I actually dove deeper and deeper into spiritual teachings, and I've noticed this actually for many women and men, I actually found challenges in my relationship were triggering me more so. And so what happened was after a couple of years where Ian and I were just not seeing eye to eye, our intimate life did not exist. It's like we were living on other planets. We were literally talking divorce. And we had tried all of the conventional techniques. Nothing was working. And during a really dark night of my soul when it was, okay, what are we going to do here? I actually went very deep within and asked, you know, is this really what you want, Shasta? And, and it really asked the universe for guidance. And during that time, I had this sort of epiphany of the very teachings, the very spiritual teachings, metaphysics, quantum physics that I had used in my own life to create certain levels of success, abundance, um, you know, financial security. Why was I not using them in my marriage and in my relationship? And I decided right then and there that I was going to. And I began to really change the story that I was telling myself about myself, about my husband and about our marriage. And as I changed the internal story, it meant then the energy between us changed really quickly. And we started to use the very tools of you know, the spiritual practice. So that the point of this is now, having gone through that, I realized that there was such a rich opportunity for me as a teacher and an author to really start to assist men and women to create the type of relationship and partnership that was very soulful and very heartfelt. So as you read in my bio, you know, I combine all of these different techniques, uh, serving my clients and my students, and I just love it. I see huge shifts so quickly because, as I said, you know, it was really learning how to change my internal story about my husband. And he actually showed up very, very differently. And today, you know, I'm very pleased to say we're still together and our partnership is actually thriving and really at new levels of um, connection and understanding and fun and friendship. So that's a little, you know, it's a, it's a, the journey of how did I start to do this work and what was my own personal sort of epiphany that got me there. Yeah, that'll do it, won't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you this because I'm guessing out of this, you, you kind of ended up finding a, a guiding principle or something that, that you can come back to whenever you get a little bit off in the weeds. And I'm wondering, what is that? Is it a quote? Is it a mantra? What do you use to keep you on track in partnership? You know, my guiding principle is really that it all starts with me and knowing what I know about um, quantum physics, which is just very simply that we are all energy and we are interacting with each other at an energetic level and we are literally creating our reality. So this is such a powerful understanding because it means that I am never the victim unless I really choose to be. And, you know, there's certainly times in my partnership where I'm like, you know, I can't believe you just said that to me, or you're such a jerk face, or whatever it might be. Now, of course, I'm going to respond to that. But the difference is when I use that mantra, when I say to myself, okay, Shasta, it's really all coming from you. How do you want to be with him? So that instead of reacting or losing it or getting triggered, or shutting down, you are actually responding. And really having this understanding that, you know, our life, our reality starts with us as individuals is 
I, I know the most empowered way of being and thinking that any of us, you know, can, can embrace. So that, and, and then it also extends to what do you want to create? You know, what do you really want for your life? Because if it's a desire that you have, then it certainly is within the universe power to give it to you. And my opportunity then is, you know, how do I be that? How does it start with me? So. Excellent. Yeah, that's, that's always a good reminder because <laughs> it's very easy to forget that one. Well, let me ask you this, because one of the things that our, our listeners love about the show is the stories that our guests share about their personal journeys. And, and I'd love to start by asking you to share with us a story of a time in your life when you kind of tripped up in a partnership. And, and just tell us real quickly, what is that story? What, what were you doing? What you trip on? And, and what were you able to learn from that that helped you move forward? Well, you know, I think that, again, as I shared in, in sort of the intro of how I got into this work, um, certainly the point in my, you know, marriage and our partnership where um, I actually felt more triggered by my husband rather than less, given that I was doing a lot of deep expansion, deep spiritual work. And it was interesting because I see this happening a lot for, for spiritual women or conscious women in particular is we are diving very deep into our own sort of personal expansion. We're learning the tools of compassion, of forgiveness, of power, of communication, of grace even. And yet what an interesting thing can happen in, for me is that I actually noticed what I tripped up on is I started to notice more when those things weren't happening. You know, I remember going through like a drive through with my husband's and in Canada, we have like sort of like the king of coffee is called Tim Hortons. And I remember we're going through a drive through and my, the person making the coffee for my husband got his coffee wrong. And my husband's a lovely man, but for whatever reason, he totally lost it on the person serving him coffee. And I turned to him and I remember saying, you know, you are such an a-hole. Like, what are you doing? You can't go around swearing at people and losing your crap on them. And he turned to me and said, just like you are towards me. And it was this moment of this realization that I had been judging him in actions that I felt were not necessarily aligned with my spiritual values. And yet here I was judging him, period. And, and what was also a profound, you know, insight at the time is that friends in my life where of course they're they're trying to be supportive of you, but they're saying to you, "Oh yeah, he's such a jerk," and you know you don't need to put up with that. And it's actually feeding this judgmental energy. And you know, as I said, I came to a point where it was like, "Well, do you want to continue like this? You're going to you're you're going to end up divorced and separated." And this really is the love of your life. This is a man that you really have, uh, you know, gone through so much to be together, created so much together. And how can I shift my own internal view so that he shows up differently? And I remember only one of my friends, she said to me so powerfully, you know, how can you stand in the place of love instead of fear? And that was really a, a way that helped me, again, really move forward and shift things so that... I realized, you know, it's so easy in any relationship we're in, any partnership, doesn't have to be our, your intimate partnership, to really point the finger at another person and to say, you know, you are the reason that I am unhappy. And if you weren't such a jerk face or you showed up the way I want you to, I wouldn't have to feel this way. 
when really, you know, my insight was, again, how can I learn, how can I actually apply the same teachings that I've been using, that I've been teaching other people on their own personal journey in my relationship. And when I did that, and I do that not only, of course, with my husband, but with everyone, is that it really does all start with me. And when I forget that, you know, when I get tripped up on my own story, my ego, my wounds, it's, it's just, it's, it's bad juju. You know, <laughs> there's just things you have to deal with that you wouldn't necessarily have to deal with. And I'm always very clear with people too. This isn't to say, you know, you don't respond to things. Of course you respond, but you're responding in a very empowered way. And when I forget that and I react or I don't speak, then once again, I have more stuff that, you know, more stuff in my relationship, more things to deal with. And I don't want to live that way. I want these easeful, you know, loving relationships and partnerships. Yeah, uh, thank you for sharing that because, uh, I mean, that's that's quite a vulnerable story of, you know, basically you were pushing him out the door. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I mean, yeah, we sit there and, and consult with people and talk with people as, as, as guides and mentors and teachers. And, and sometimes we forget to do the things we're t- teaching ourselves. Exactly. And then we're like, and- oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I should maybe take my own class. <laughs> well, it's that, you know, what was interesting for me, and this is why I'm so passionate about the work that I do, is I see that, you know, a lot of spiritual teachings, metaphysics, law of attraction, these teachings are very focused on, you know, personal journey, the individual journey, and say the individual journey in your career, or abundance or wealth. But not a lot of people are necessarily talking about the very like, what is the exact spiritual mindset? How do we use the same tools of quantum physics or law of attraction that we've used to create well-being and abundance in our life? How do we do that with our partner, you know, a person who we love, but we're also triggered by? And for me, really making the shift of stop just thinking of yourself, you know, stop thinking of it as an individual practice, you know, but how do you incorporate the yoga practices, the you know, the the loving practices that you that you adore towards your partner. And this was it was, you know, it was like this sort of light bulb moment of like, duh, Shasta. And it's not to say, you know, it's not like I was an awful person, he was an awful person. It's just there was this sense of tension you know, a growing frustration, to be honest, in my relationship. And even though I had tried a lot of relationship techniques and counseling, you know, it just was like there was a missing piece for us. And, and it was the mindset piece. It was the real shift of you, you are creating your reality, including how other people show up. Or another way to think of that is how people respond to you. And, you know, we can all think about a time we met someone who was in a really cranky mood and and you felt kind of cranky in response to them. Or a time where you, you know, met somebody who was in such a fabulous mood and complimentary and enthusiastic and you felt uplifted. And it's something that I sometimes see, you know, in sort of the realm of relationship that and not in a not an accusatory or shameful way, but in a really empowered way of acknowledging that who we be and how we be with our partner is absolutely creating our relationship. And to me, it's actually far less about technique and much more about mindset and, you know, sort of the internal environment and as well as our desire. You know, how do I really want to create this? What does this look like for me? 
And that was a key piece, certainly, in our relationship at that point when it was like, okay, well, if we're going to stay together, what do we want this to really look like? And, you know, that's what we, we've been creating. So it's, it's all a, you know, we all know this, you know, this kind of like when these awful times come in our lives, you know, and to me, it's like, it's the universe saying, you know, how are you going to be with this? How are you going to respond? <laughs> you know, here's your spiritual practice, you know, and what, what are you going to do with it? So I'm, I'm actually very grateful for all of that as well. Yeah, thank you, Shasta. You know, you, you made me think of two things specifically. And one of them was, you were talking about, you know, applying the laws of attraction, different things that you have in other places in your life into your partnerships. And I'm a firm believer that we're masters of every possible thing we need to use as far as techniques. It's just we do them in different parts of our life. And we don't realize all I got to do is move that over here. So true. So I'm really good at, at connecting with my clients at work. But I'm horrible at connecting with my partner. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how to connect. You're actually one of the best connectors I've ever seen. What's keeping you from letting that happen in your relationship or whatever that happens to be? And, and so I think there's so much of a value in recognizing, well, where are the other places you do this already? Because you're really good at it. You just haven't realized it actually transfers over here just perfectly. And we have something keeping us from bringing it into our partnership or bringing it into our careers or whatever it is. So I love that you pointed that out. And the other thing I wanted to bring up, because you mentioned this earlier, was about, um, you know, pointing blame at, at your husband and so on and so forth, as opposed to looking inside yourself. And I I, I got to share this quote with you because it was it, it blows me away. I, a gentleman was on the show a while back. His name's Roy Biancalana. And a lot of people may not have heard of Roy, but what he said floored me. And he said, there are no aha moments when you're pointing the finger at someone. Mm, so true. And it's like, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. As long as we're saying it's outside of ourselves, we're not going to have any wake-ups. We're not going to have those aha moments. We're going to sit there and go, yeah, see, and it's miserable, and my life is this and this. Absolutely, yeah. You've got to take it home. You've got to take it inside and go, hmm, what's going on here? Why does that bug me so much? Or whatever it happens to be. So thank you for bringing all that up. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're shifting gears because I'm going to ask you to share a story of I'm going to call it your proudest partnership moment. And again, this could be a romantic moment or a family moment or a career. But what I'm looking for is what's Gosh. something that when you think back on it, you can't help but smile. It's just like, oh, that was so cool. Gosh, that's a That's a beautiful question. That's a really wonderful question. Well, certainly, you know, I, I have, I'll give you two examples. One is I'm very fortunate to, you know, the, be an entrepreneur and a creator of a beautiful studio here. And, you know, there was just recently we celebrated an anniversary. And I remember just looking out at the faces of all of my team and all these women that I've partnered with to bring something really unique to our community and just looking at them and seeing all of their individual beauty and power and feeling so grateful that I'm in a relationship with all of them and that, you know, standing in what I desired and what I want to create it, I, I called them forward and now they're standing you know in their place of service so I think you know even looking at our our work relationships or what we're creating in our life and people that we've partnered with to bring our our heart's message or our so you know soulful duty to the world that's certainly one of them that I look at all those beautiful faces and love that um you know, another thing, and it's sort of funny, and it's it's because of the, you know, large part of the work I do and what I talk about all day long is is marriage and relationships and intimacy. And um, 
my husband and I, just another one, is our, our, we've started a business actually renovating and, and flipping houses. And uh, if anyone's ever tried to renovate with somebody that they're in partnership, that you know it's an interesting <laughs> journey. But we've been doing pretty good. But what I was most proud of is, you know, as I shared, you know, with you and all of the listeners is when I had this huge insight of when I really shift my story about my husband, he shows up in a different way and really opening his heart, really accessing his own place of kindness, of power, um, of good communication. You know, just recently we had an issue with someone who did work in the house and basically didn't do the work he was supposed to do and (laughs) the sort of classical overbilling. And Ian, my husband, you know, he's a bit of a firecracker and traditionally he would have sort of had this meltdown, freak out reaction. And I was so proud because I saw in him the way he responded was from a place of how do I want to be with this? What's the real powerful way to stand in this? And how can I call this forward so a solution happens with ease? And I was marvel, you know, really, Ken, I sort of stood there and marveled that I thought, wow, you are really, you have shifted. You've really got this. This is so beautiful and amazing to behold when you see your partner standing, you know, in his or her power and speaking with grace and ease and just such clarity. And it was a real moment of just overflowing joy from my heart, actually, that, um, you know, he's getting it and he's doing it. And and it's amazing results, you know, and of course, you get a very different reaction when we talk to people that way rather than the meltdown. So it was uh, a wonderful moment. That's great. Those those are such great examples. Thank you. So I'd love to have you share with us a, a moment of, you know, something that's happening right now, right here in present time. What's one of those partnerships that's really exciting in your life right now? Well, certainly, and like I said, it's it's uh, you know I've been a, I've been an entrepreneur, a, a you know feminine businesswoman for almost 15 years here and I'm a very sort of do-it-yourself kind of girl and sometimes that's been good and sometimes it's been not so good and and certainly I'm learning to really open up and partner with other people and being a really strong independent woman I've also always had like this sort of my business and I do my thing and I just I have to tell you it felt interesting to really sit down with my husband and say okay are we going to start this business together? And what does that really look like? And it's been a very exciting partnership for me because um, it's been a real opportunity of combining, you know, the, the entrepreneurial, financial skills, creation skills that I have in other aspects of my life into my marriage and see my husband really thrive. He left a construction career to, you know, to start this business. And it's been pretty amazing. You know, I don't know that a lot of people would say, yeah, let's start a, a business together <laughs> doing these things. And and yet it's it's been amazing. Of And there's certainly trials and tribulations. And how do you want to work with this? And it's been wonderful for me, too, because, as I said, you know, we've really stepped into a new level of partnership. And I see with clients that I work with, you know, I say to them, what's the dream that you want to create with your partner? And it's sort of interesting because... Most people have never thought about that. You know, they think, well, I'd like to pay off the mortgage or, you know, I want to go on vacation. But I say, you know, like, what do you really want to create together? Whether it's like a 
a business or an opportunity or service or giving back. And this has been really exciting for me to actually step into this and really model this and demonstrate this and to see that this is part of our, you know, next chapter and next unfolding as as a couple of how do we really co-create together with ease and grace and abundance. So I'm actually really, you know, not to just talk about my husband, but it's been really exciting. It's been a very interesting year of going much deeper for us and really standing in in these teachings and modeling them in a, at, a, at a new level. Well, congratulations. That sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, Shasta, we have actually reached a part of the show. I call it the bring it all home portion. And this is where we actually step away from the stories. And I ask you to provide some simple, concrete guidance for our listeners that they can apply in their partnerships right now. And where I'd like to start is I'm curious, what's the best partnership or relationship advice that you have ever received from someone else? The best, honestly, advice I ever received is stand in the place of love. Really stand in the place of love and don't go in, go, do not give in to any of the voices of fear or judgment of victimhood. That sounds like a winner. (laughs) <laughs> and a big yeah. one, right? Yeah, it is a big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you this then. What would you say is the, I guess I'd call it the book or the resource that you would recommend to our listeners about partnership and why that particular one? Well, you know, just given what I've been talking about today is, again, I think any resources that you can find that really talk about um, creating, you know, creating your own reality and really creating what you want in your life. So I am a huge um, quantum physics nerd. And, you know, anything that's out there that really is about learning how to apply these laws in our life, anything by Dr. Joe Dispenza, Lynn McTaggart. Um, and so there's so, so many amazing authors out there who are really talking, they're not talking about it specifically in the idea of a relationship, but they're talking about these tools of how do we really create what we want. And if you learn how to really powerfully do that for yourself, and then you can start to do that in your relationship in any partnership, you know, because it's all relationship, um, your life will show up as, as you want it. And the, the, such a powerful, such powerful tools, absolutely our birthright to experience our deepest longings. So that's my, those are my suggestions. I love them. Those are great, great resources. You know, I, I, I oftentimes ask our listeners for an example of the payoff of partnership, but you've given us so many already. It's awesome. It's so cool. So what I would rather do is ask you, because, I mean, I think it's clear right now. Everybody listening is pretty clear. You have some tremendous knowledge and resources that, that are available, and, and I'd love for you to let our listeners know just how do they contact you? How do they learn more about what you do? Sure, thank you. My website is shastatownsend.com and there's a ton of resources on there. Um, and right now, if you go to my website, there's actually a training that is literally like, how do we use the laws of creation, law of attraction to start um, creating what we want in our relationship with ease, even if our partner is not spiritual and shows up in ways that drive us crazy. So uh, I invite you to check that out and, and love to hear from you all. So ShastaTownsend.com. There you go. And folks, If you didn't have a chance to jot that down or you're busy doing something else right now, I understand that's going to be on the show page. So you'll just go to Shasta's show page on speakingofpartnership.com and the link will be there. So it's very easy for you to contact her. Well, Shasta, 
this has been great. Your, your stories, your insights, just incredible. I, I really appreciate how, how candid you've been about things you've gone through. And, and I know I've learned a ton from you. And, and there's no question that everybody out there is like going, got to listen to this again, got to make notes. But thank you for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. Oh, it's a pleasure for me. Thank you for what you do. And thank you all for listening and taking time. Much love to you all. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.